0: You are now listening to the Flurry Podcast hosted by Marquise Rawls. When you are playing chess against the greatest chess player in the world, you don't try to beat him. The only way to beat him is to stand up and flip the fucking table over on him. And that's what Colin Smith should have done last night against Canelo, but he did not do it. He tried to outsmart and outwit the smartest and wittiest man in boxing and Canelo Alvarez and that's where he made his mistake he is 6'3 with almost 80 inch reach why did you not use that to your utmost advantage I know he tried to jab he's a very good jabber he tried using his jab but Canelo his head movement is too sleek it's too slick His head movement is too great for you to utilize your jab enough and make it effective enough to set up traps and shots. Tried to use feints, but Canelo is the king at feints. He's too smart. And Colin Smith, very tough guy, very big, tough guy. He can take a punch and he took a beating. It wasn't as as much of a beating as you know a lot of people say it was but he did take a beating he really did and to show you how much of a beating he took i got the stats right here to prove it so total punches landed for colin smith 99 total punches out of 539 for 18 percent. canelo alvarez landed 214 total punches out of 494 for 43%. So off rip, Canelo landed more than double the amount of punches. Let's look at the jabs. Like I said before, Colin Smith, very good jabber. He used his jab in some of his big fights. That's what you know. He, he's really good at. And he tried using his jab. He threw more jabs. He threw 311 total jabs. You know how much he landed, forty-four, for fourteen percent. That's all he did. Forty-four total jabs out of three hundred eleven for fourteen percent, and Canelo landed eighty-eight jabs, out of two hundred seventy-four, for thirty-two percent. So you telling me the guy that you have almost seven inches over, he out jabbed you? Okay, Combsmith, a power punch is landed column smith landed 55 total power punches out of 228 for 24 you will not beat anyone in a 12 round fight landing that many power punches you will not win against any top elite name and it's not like he wasn't throwing it he threw 228 which is a little bit more than canelo threw but canelo he's canelo he knows how to put himself in a perfect position to land good punches he knows how to throw strong punches using his entire body and he knows how to come in and come out and he knows how to avoid your punches and counter punch at the utmost elitist level that there is so canelo landed 126 power punches out of 220 And the stats just tells you all right there It tells you all you need to know That Canelo Outboxed him He outmuscled him He outworked him in everything He did everything better Yes, Countless Smith, he threw a little bit more punches But when you throw More punches but you land significantly Less It doesn't matter, the other person outworked you And Canelo He's different You can't come in there thinking you're gonna box with Canelo. You can't come in there thinking that I'm going to try to beat him at his game. Or you can't come in there thinking that since I was able to outbox my previous opponents, I could come in there and stand toe-to-toe and box with Canelo. You can't do that. And Colin Smith, he just doesn't learn. Now, I'm not saying that Colin Smith didn't properly prepare for this fight, which... Uh, resulted in his poor performance i'm not saying that i'm saying that he came in there with the wrong mindset the wrong mindset that because he's bigger and he's the man at 168 which i i still say that caleb plant is the best at 168 but the majority of people have agreed that colin smith uh, before last night that colin smith was the number one guy at 168, and I can't argue that because he's accomplished a lot, and he's a very, very good boxer, very good fighter, and he was the upper echelon of 168. You know, it's it's just all so opinion-based at that point. But he comes in, he gets the Canelo fight, very big for his career, and he thinks he's gonna just be the same old Colin Smith. Wrong. And I know he probably wanted to go in there and avenge his brother Liam Beefy Smith I never liked his nickname Beefy it sounds like a a beefy chalupa at Taco Bell but I know he wanted to go in there and avenge his brother's uh, TK loss to Canelo but you have to come different you have to come with a different mindset with a different game plan you have to come at another level that you have never been to and Canelo does that every single fight every single time that I thought, oh, this is going to be a very, very tough test for Canelo. He proves me wrong and proves that he makes even the greatest people in a division look average. I didn't expect him to go up to 175 and fight Kovalev and basically outbox Kovalev and knock him out. And I didn't expect him to come in this fight and make Colin Smith look look like an amateur. Well, not an amateur. I I'll give Colin Smith a little bit more credit than that. But make Colin Smith look like 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 a undeserving prospect, essentially. That's what Canelo did to that guy. But I do have some questions. I have some questions as far as one, uh, did Colin Smith give up like midway through the fight? Because to me, it seemed like by round eight that Column Smith he sorta sorta gave up to me. Not, not saying that he wasn't punching back or he wasn't trying, but I think he realized that there's no way that he could establish anything to where he could uh, start pushing Canelo back because Canelo was coming forward the entire fight and he was on him applying the pressure. This 5'9 or 5'8, however tall Canelo is, compact, stocky man, is walking this six, three, and on fight day, Colin Smith he he could be a a solid one eighty, on fight night, and Canelo's pushing that guy back, easy, but did Colin Smith give up midway through the fight? Round eight, he didn't have too much force behind his punches anymore. It sort of seemed like it seemed like his punches went from, I'm trying to do damage. To my opponent, uh, or I'm trying to, I'm trying to make him respect my power. To, I'm just trying to throw punches, just to throw punches, just to show people that I'm not getting ran over by this Mack truck, by this 16 wheeler Mack truck that's beating the hell out of me right now. I'm just gonna throw punches just to, you know, make it look good. Like even though I'm really getting the shit kicked out of me, I'm throwing punches just to make it look good. That's what it looked like. He was, he wasn't throwing his punches with force or torque to them. It was more just like little pats and pity pats on the head and and on his forearms and his shoulders and everything. And he, it just seemed like that's what people do when they give up in a fight. But I'm not in Colin Smith's head, so I don't know if he gave up or not, but I definitely do know that at some point he did realize that Canelo is on a whole nother level that he is not on, that he probably won't reach. Uh, I don't know a Colin Smith's potential or his ceiling, but Canelo is on another level that ninety nine point nine nine percent of boxers won't ever reach, and I think Conlo Smith he realized that, and he said, "Let me just get this fight over with." He got his first half, or he probably got his full half, or right before the fight. I don't know how like the boxing business works like that. I'm not behind the scenes, but he got his money, he got his check, he already accomplished, uh, you know, some good things at like one sixty eight. He got a good resume. Let me just get this fight over with. You know, it's it's no tarnish on his career losing to Canelo the way that he did. Because Canelo, he's Canelo. Like, there was no tarnish on Miguel Cotto the way he lost to Canelo. There's no tarnish on Kovalev the way he lost to Canelo. There's no tarnish on Daniel Jacobs the way he lost to Canelo. There's no tarnish on Triple G the way he lost to Canelo. There's no tarnish on your career and your legacy losing to Canelo. Because Canelo that's special but what do you expect from a man who's in the gym every day 24 7 he probably left the congressman fight went home took a nap woke up and went to the gym and sparred a good 12 rounds again but that's canelo that's how hard he works in the gym all the time and i expect nothing less from him but i have another question question number dos number two I was watching the Zone show 40 days where they go behind the scenes with the boxes. Well, they show like a little bit like behind the scenes, you know, basically hyping the fight up. You know, it's all right. It's all right. It's pretty good. But in one of the episodes, Liam Smith, who fought Canelo before and lost by TKO in round, I think, nine or ten. Uh, he said that one thing about Canelo fight is the lights, the camera, the fans, the aura, the energy, it gets to you it gets to you right so i think that got to connor smith a little early because when you're fighting a canelo how many boxers get the type that type of attention that type of eyes on you that type of pressure that comes when you stand across the ring from someone like a canelo not many boxers experience that not many boxers have that star power like canelo where they could bring that type of energy to a big fight and Colin Smith he hasn't had a big fight like that he has some really good fights he has some big fights for someone of his caliber and of his of his his division and of his level but when it comes to the superstar of boxing caliber the pressure that comes with that is different and I think the pressure got to him he uh like even coming out to the fight and I'm no expert at reading body language but he looked a little tense um early on uh which didn't really help he it's not and i'm not saying that i'm not making excuses for him okay let me be clear he was going to lose the fight regardless okay he's going to lose the fight regardless if he was 100% confident if he was 100% arrogant and comfortable inside the ring and he did everything he wanted to do or everything he needed to do he was going to lose the fight regardless of what he his camp did but it didn't help when he came he came into the ring he looked very tense he didn't look fluid in his movements uh he didn't look really comfortable in that in that setting in that environment now that could be it could be because what Liam Smith said the energy that comes with fighting someone like Canelo is different. It's different, but it also could be what Conlon Smith said after the fight, because a lot of people, they talking about, oh, the power of Canelo, it's out of this world, and yes, I know the power of Canelo is great, it's fantastic, it's phenomenal. He could punch with the best of them. I wholeheartedly believe that Canelo he has the punch and power of a really good light heavyweight. That's why I believe. I haven't been punched by him, but from what I see, he has that type of power. But Colin Smith said after the fight that yes, the power. He felt the power, you know, and everything, but the power wasn't the main thing about the fight that controlled the fight. It was the tactics, the deception. The traps and the feints that Canelo was doing, and that's how Canelo beats everybody. And I figured it out as soon as soon as he said that. It's almost like a click went off in my mind because I started thinking, why is it when people fight Canelo, they sort of, they sort of fight the fight that he wants somehow canelo forces people to fight the fight that he wants instead of that person fighting how they want to fight okay i know colin smith i know he probably wanted to come forward and, and use his size to his advantage i know kovalev probably wanted to do the same thing i know daniel jacobs probably wanted to do the same thing i know these people wanted to do the same thing but what is it about canelo that makes these boxers fight off their back foot and fight the fight that Canelo wants them to fight and Colin Smith made it all make sense. And I'm paraphrasing, I'm using my own words. Canelo goes to the fight and he psychologically beats you down first. He assaults your psyche with his feints, his deception, his his, his ring generalship, his, his overall presence in the ring. He attacks and assaults your psyche to make you fight into this cookie cutter mode that he can just beat and batter on and then he fucks you up physically. And that's impressive. That's impressive. The only person I've ever seen able to do that, Floyd Mayweather. So now we got to start talking about something else. We have to start talking about Canelo Alvarez being one of the greatest boxers of all time that's a discussion that needs to be had and I'm having it right now I don't know if people have had this talks before I don't know if people have brought this up before but I'm gonna have it uh, I have never really sat down and created a definitive uh, greatest boxer of all time list but you know you could assume that you know some people's in there like Muhammad Ali uh, Sugar Ray Robinson Floyd you know Uh, Roy Jones you know people of that caliber you know Manny Pacquiao you know just people of that upper echelon caliber but now we gotta throw in Canelo we gotta throw in Canelo right I believe that Canelo is top 10 greatest boxers of all time now where he is on that top 10 I can't say because like I said I have never sat down And created a definitive top 10 greatest boxers list. But Canelo, he's in top 10 greatest of all time. Like fuck a current pound for pound great. He is a pound for pound greatest of all time. Top 10. And maybe one day I will sit down and create a list for it. And put it up on on my Twitter. Maybe one day. Or maybe someone else would do it for me because I'd. I get lazy and I procrastinate sometimes. But he's in there. I'm saying it right now. He's in there. Now, what is next for Connor Smith? Connor Smith said he, he wants to move up to 175, which I don't think is good for him. I'm not saying that he won't be competitive at 175. I'm just selfish, and I still want to see him fight at 168 because there is still a couple fights that I need to see him fight. He needs to still fight Caleb Plant. I don't care. I don't care if Colin Smith lost. I still want to see that fucking fight happen. He still has to fight David Benavidez. You want to talk about a man who uses size and power to walk people down? It doesn't get no better than David Benavidez. Now, he may not have the height of Colin Smith, but he damn sure got the power. He damn sure got that toughness. He got that will. And him and Colin Smith will be a bloodshed war. And, you know, why not throw in Colin Smith versus a Daniel Jacobs who fights at 168 now or Colin Smith versus a Billy Joe Saunders or Demetrius Andre who they basically all fight at 168 now. Like they all say, oh, we're going to 168 now. You know, we don't want to fight at 160 no more. Essentially, right? so if Carlos smith does move up move up to one six uh sorry uh if he does move up to 175 i would not doubt that he will get a big fight immediately which he should he could get like a gene pascal very early or a bottle jack very early or or someone you know on that level i don't think he could get a baval or a better be of that early because i i think that both of them would say that you need to at least have one one proven fight in this division for me to take you i i think that both of them would say that and plus i still need to see beval and better be a fight but what's next for canelo he said he wants to unify the 168 pound division so that basically means caleb plant and david benavidez you are in the scope of canelo right now and i hope both of you are preparing right now and i don't know if you can hear the ambulance in the background it's very loud it's annoying i'm gonna wait for it to go away so caleb plant and david benavidez you guys are in the scope of canelo Alvarez, and you two better be ready david benavidez you are big you are strong you have walked down Every opponent I've seen you in the ring with when Canelo comes knocking on your front door and he wants to walk you down, don't give into it. Don't give into it. Caleb Plant, you are the power punching boxer who who has high skill and high IQ in the ring, but trust me, all that will not work against Canelo. So you better make a game plan for it. You better go home open the holy bible of boxing and find some wisdom to beat this young man named canelo because he is one of the greatest of all times and he is the best boxer in the world right now what do i want canelo to do i want canelo to fight demetrius andrade uh that's a fight that i've been waiting for for like like a good two years i'm not saying it's very high on my list but it's just something that I've been waiting for a couple years now, you know. I just want fights to happen that I want to see happen. Uh, I would love for him to go back to 160 and fight Jamal Charlo. And I know... <clears throat> and I know people are campaigning for Jamal, Charlo, for Jamal Charlo to fight Demetrius Andrade, which would be a fantastic fight, which I have Charlo favored because I don't think anyone beats Charlo except for canelo sorry everyone else at 160 but i don't think anyone beats charlo except for canelo and that will be the ultimate test the ultimate test for both of them that'd be the ultimate test because charlo charlo he he's just different to me it's almost weird that i can't explain it because he he's almost a complete fighter he's a complete fighter and Canelo is a complete fighter, but he he's complete on the, the GOAT status of complete. And I just got to see him fight Charlo, man. I just want to see the fight happen. Uh, The Canelo versus Triple G trilogy, I don't really care for it. If they make it happen, it's most likely going to be a money move. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but it's not something that I'm thirsty for, that I'm starving for, that I'm anticipating to be on my plate for 2021 or 2022 but if it happens it happens okay i've been talking about this fight and canelo and both these fighters for almost 25 minutes so let me get into the next fight that happened which was triple g versus uh szechuan sauce I don't know how to say the guy's name, so I'm gonna call him Szechuan Sauce. Uh, it was eventually vintage Triple G. Uh, he, you know, I, I can't say he looked as fast as you know the old Triple G. He like he's 38 years old, about to be 39 next year. Father Time's undefeated. Uh, I think the fir- I think they say the first thing that goes. As a boxer, age is their speed, and, you know, the speed is, is, it went, you know, a notch or two down. You know, not much down, but just a notch or two down. He still looks strong. He was in incredible shape. I haven't seen Triple G in that good of a shape in a couple years, so he was in incredible shape. You could tell he was eating good. He had good sparring, good training, good everything. Uh, It it looked like vintage Triple G to me. It looked like he came in there and said he has something to prove, and this guy, uh, Szechuan sauce, he couldn't get anything. He couldn't really do anything in the ring. He got knocked down like what three, four times, and it was game over from there. Uh, not much to say. I don't even need to bring up the stats because it was so one-sided, and it's like I said, it's vi- it's vintage Triple G, <laughs> like. If you know Vintage Triple G, you don't need no explanation of how a a Vintage Triple G fight goes. So I don't need to explain anything. But after this fight, does Triple G still have it to fight the top people? Of course he does. Hell yes, he does. He could beat Demetrius Andrade. And Demetrius Andrade, he's good. He's really good. He's very tactical. He's smart. And he has the high IQ. I get it. I know. But I don't think he is on the level of some of these people. I don't think he could beat Chalo. I don't think he could beat Canelo. I don't think he could beat Triple G. And like I said, there's no knock to Andrade, but I just don't see the greatness in him that that a lot of other people say that they see in him. I don't see it. Maybe because my glasses probably don't work when I'm watching his fights, but I don't see it. Really good fighter not great triple g could beat him so triple g fight demetrius andre and i'm just tired of demetrius andre talking like like, i'm i'm just tired of him talking and and i think that's that's why i kind of want some someone to just go in there and beat this guy already he talks a lot he talks in a lot and someone needs to go in there beat him and show him that yeah you're good but like Meek Mill said there's levels to this shit levels to this shit so that's all uh, wait no before I end it I saw another fantastic fight uh, I'm gonna talk about it briefly between Chris Colbert and what's this other guy's name and Jamie Arbelato, or is it Jaime Arboledo Jamie Jaime Jaime Jamie. It came on Showtime, uh, I think, like last week or a couple weeks ago. Fantastic fight. Uh, Chris Colbert said that he wants to fight Shakur Stevenson and Javante Tink Davis. Chris Colbert, you are very good. I see the skill in you. I see you are very, very talented, and your offense is impeccable. You are strong. You have, you know, pretty good defense, but against javante davis and shakir stevenson you will not survive you won't survive because yes i did just say he has good defense but he was getting hit with a lot of big shots that he was just taking and he has a good chin don't get me wrong you got a good chin but when someone says you have a good chin that means that they seen you get hit with a lot of big shots point blank period and those arbolado shots they were big and they were strong and it was coming, but it's different when Tank Davis, who throws his whole body into every single punch when he punches you. The guy who literally knocked out Leo Santa Cruz with an uppercut, that guy he who could punch through a brick wall, he's going to knock you on your ass. Shakira Stevenson, who who I, I think is one of the best boxers out right now, uh, even though he doesn't have the resume really for it. There's just something special that I see in him that I don't bet against that guy. I talked about it in my last episode. I do not bet against Shakur Stevenson. But Shakur Stevenson, he's like Canelo. He has the high IQ and the deception to where he puts himself in a perfect position and makes you fight his fight, and he knows where to land every single punch. He's not the strongest guy, right? He, he doesn't have the strength of a lot of these power punchers. But he knows where to punch you, when to punch you, and how to put himself in a position to land the best punch to knock you the fuck out. So, Chris Colbert, great performance. It was a great fight. Fantastic win on your part. But don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach. Take it fight by fight. Work the ladders up. Keep going up step by step. Take your time, okay, before... You get yourself to a situation that you shouldn't have been in in the first place. So that's all for the Floyd podcast. I believe this is episode 29. Hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm out. You were just listening to the Floyd podcast hosted by Monkeys Ross. Come back for the next episode or go back and listen to the previous ones if you haven't done so.